Hello, 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 and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Misfits. This is season four, episode five, Life is Only One Thread, written, of course, by Howard Overman, directed by Jonathan Van Tulliken, premiered November 25th of 2012. And I gave it a 7.10, or 7 out of 10, I should say. I was very generous with the seven because despite my dislike, one Finley, for the most part, his story was not bad this episode and it was the bulk of said episode. Thus, I had to be fair and not just go with my hate score, which would have been a two out of 10. So there is that. Rudy was kind of very annoying in this episode i didn't think he showcased himself well here and for the most part jess is just trying to get laid like uh rudy three told her to go out there and get some cock before i get into my notes congratulations to me on my first covid shot it's the fitzer i believe yeah that's what it says on the on the card and um also shout out 420 for those who celebrate in the universe i'm sure things are very green and then with the verdict of one Derek colonial that's all i'm gonna give him um you know that blank stare as he put his hands behind his back i enjoyed it i took great joy from it and i hope that floyd's family did as well i'm sure part of them wanted a reaction but no reaction is because he's still in shock that the shit went down the way it did i can't believe they actually used the muffler in his defense victory is mine yes at some point i want to be the fly in the room when it thoroughly hits him that he will be in the history books under everything that summed up 2020 (laughs) and the last however many years of colonialism that this country has maintained as we make strides to try to and hopefully in the right direction i think the momentum was always going to be in this way but that's a whole different conversation for a different time but man I want to see his cry face. I know that's petty of me, but I'm a petty bitch. So there's that. So very celebratory day today. If my voice sounds a little crazy, it's because A, I was doing a lot of shouting. I took some green tea. It did not help. It only made it worse. And now here we are needing to record two podcasts that I would like to allow myself enough time to complete before I have some alone time. Cause tonight I'm getting laid. Who are you getting laid with Christina and myself? It's been a while since I bust out my uh my BOBs. Just occasion to do so. Enough about me. Um Finn is running around showing people pictures of his mom and one of the dudes in this picture is his dad and he just deciding to bring them all in for a pint 
have a talk and be like so my mom said according to the math at this party she smashed and one of you is my daddy apparently either she ran a train or she's just that trashy that she don't know who it is that she slept with it's fine i'm not judging you i'm just saying you can't go around just cross-referencing people talking about i might be your kid you at least could have done some dna i mean all of this is on the word of a mouth of a hoe so ain't no mary liar liar whore liar whore and you know it he's literally down to the last person on the list and he declares this person to be his dad and he accepts it like yeah i had sex with your mom on a washer machine yes vaginally why is he making that i can't fucking stand finn i I hate that he's so short i don't like his mouth when he talks i hate that he tries to get up in people's grill like uh maybe someone should be more supportive maybe i met you last fucking week and you could kiss my ass i already saved you from a crazy fucking relationship I don't know why you feel this is how you're supposed to talk to your friends. You literally last week just had your mom's stepmom's cock in your mouth. Or her, you you know what I mean, in her mouth. I, I don't know why he felt that she owed him anything for him to make that comment. But he goes and finds this guy and he's like, sure, yeah, I'm cool with the fact that we not go do a DNA test to prove it. You're just my kid. I felt he was just desperate at that moment and someone should do a DNA test. Because <laughs> he was like, I want to die. Oh, good. There's a, a happenstance sibling that pops up into the picture. I'll take it. Can you do me a favor? Tell this chick to let me go. But we'll get there because I'm getting all the way ahead. Because when he gets there, he meets his sister, Grace, for the first time, who I liked a lot all he really wanted was to feel validated as a person like i agree with mimi his dad or his stepdad whatever he was a shit person for throwing it out there but you're also equally just i feel like you just needed a sob story and you went for it (laughs) oh i'm a terrible person but guess what i don't know who my dad is welcome to most of almost everyone like even people who think that's your daddy that's not your daddy um <laughs> people are like um i don't know about your story is not what you've been through but i know who my daddy is sure okay tell yourself that but he uh is dying of cancer and it's painful he goes and asks grace how can he help and she's like can you help me change his colostomy bag and he was like um and she's like oh forget about it that's fine because don't ask to help if you're not actually willing to help what did you think he was gonna wash some dishes do something easy then uses said dad is dying story so that he could try to earn points with jess who's not interested in him because he thinks that she smiles at him and still talks to him that must mean that I still want to be in a relationship with you 
because we had that one 2.2 seconds of bonding and then he um pretends when rudy is like oh you're just trying to use this as a way to get in her pants and he's like no no that's not it at all but then calls grace within jess's earshot and i'm like yeah you are being insincere as fuck you just want attention you know what that's why i don't like him so much because everyone else they're problematic but for the most part they're rather transparent up front whereas finn is very deceptive and i mean he acts as if he doesn't know but he does just one of those fake people that always be so surprised oh i've met them remember Mimi was talking about how you just feel you hate someone and you can't thoroughly explain it you just know you do that is me and finn and people like finn he also felt the need to keep calling this dude his dad but his sister his half-sister and i'm like why did you feel the need to keep pointing out and correcting that oh actually we're just half-sister either you accept her as your sister or you don't you don't need to put the half in there unless you're trying to give yourself a way out Ugh, i just can't Ugh, with these punk ass little bitches she is apparently using her power from the storm to keep daddy alive then he tells um finn i need you to help me i've hired a nurse she's gonna look after me because i want him i want grace to allow me to die because recently she lost her mom like within the last year so it makes sense so he convinces her to go for a drink and then they see alex and decide to follow him in a petty attempt to stop alex and jess from happening because she's like yeah i'm gonna go talk to the bartender they kept doing quotation marks i don't even know why because he actually is a bartender she has made no secret that she's been after him and what he can do for her in her panties and he's just not been paying attention if he's all of a sudden surprised that this would be what she's trying to do so they follow him see a meet up with the dude exchange some information and this convinces him that he must be gay because why that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my 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 i think this is the juvenile part of the writers and maybe even that time period i don't know i'm not around stupid people very often but there's some this this homophobia type or homophobic type humor that's supposed to be comedic but it's not because i don't like why is him being and she kept saying i I don't care about it it's fine if you are okay but why would i be going out with a girl if i'm gay and if i am gay why would you think i would need to hide that and why further would that be a consistent joke that they make in this show they did the same thing with um simon and i remember another comic actually i think it's the author of preacher don't quote me but they had the same type of you know homophobic humor that it's not making fun of you know that community but at the same time it's acting as if it's a derogatory thing or something worth making fun of and i'm not sure and I, I know that they're probably it probably is them making fun of 
people that would make i don't know because i say that and i know more so than any one else who's probably hasn't watched it by now that they don't shy away from homosexual characters we even have the probation worker i forgot his name every time (laughs) uh who plays one as well but you know he's got to play this butch in the closet type of guy but soft on the inside it's just i I guess i would have just i get awoke mine it would have been better portrayed than the sloppy way in which they do it where i am left with a question mark if on the attentions i should say i'm off my soapbox now then at the bar after following him still he introduces himself and grace (laughs) um then when she goes to the bathroom him deciding to go to her stall knock on the door and be like um he's gay she a is taking a piss two is way too comfortable on that toilet seat than i ever would be gross you nasty and three you talking about how someone's supposed to be supportive as a friend but you're not supportive as at all after you miss your shot because you know you was fucking around with your stepmom alex asked her to go back to his place and uh he was very embarrassed by that however when she gets there he gets in her head which is what i was very annoyed about but he does cook and seems to very much um (laughs) i don't know why that's a weird thing like i would love if my man cooked i'm like thank god i wouldn't be like you know this is a characterization of gay people it's a stereotype um that's rather stupid and then because he color coordinates his clothes that must mean oh not that he's a nice dresser it must mean he's gay so then she asks are you gay and he's like i thought we got past this she's like well my friend followed you and i I like her point it's like okay i didn't really think about it but my friend did follow you and they saw you doing something and i just want to keep i just want to ask the question to your face and i want you to give me a yes or no answer so we can put it behind us completely because you never actually told me you weren't gay you just said uh is that what people think or something to that effect and so he kisses her to prove his man uh hood though it was very dry and passionless i don't even know how she looked struck at all that's how you know you ain't had it in a while because he clearly he don't have to work that hard to give it to you my celibate ass gonna have standards when you break this thing back open okay it ain't going to just anybody Rudy tries to get into Grace's pants, but another man gets there first. So he convinces Finn to be brotherly and then gets himself beat up. How that feel? Very happy. <laughs> the siblings pay him back by uh, drawing on him while he is sleeping. Rudy is dreaming, holding a brown bear, saying, You're beautiful. You're so fucking beautiful. Now, for some of us who might be Jess slash Rudy shippers, if you're not, that's fine. I'm talking about friendship, not just relationship. Um, the last person that told her she's so beautiful was Rudy 3 when he was choking the life out of her. <laughs> the fact that they don't talk about this event at all was rather frustrating. 
I know Rudy 2 is very avoidant of conflict of any kind, but she didn't murder one of his people and they've not talked about it at all. Grace is gone in the AM without Finn actually doing the one thing he was supposed to do, which it's Finn. That's why I hate him. And then he tries to, when she gets back home, convince her because she gets rid of the nurse and she's about to heal him again but they fight she almost chokes him out and then um she explains that she doesn't have anyone else and it's selfish he's like you have me now but does does she because he still calls you half sister like he wants to bail on it alex and jess they conclude their date by wanting to take it slow i got real shitty at finn once again as she explains guess what he's not gay not to say that she had sex with him but kind of almost to say she had sex with him and he of course is mad she had sex with him so he has to be a petty ass bitch and go well my father died bitch you knew him for one day y'all don't even know if y'all would have had a good relationship he was dying it's been two days how can you possibly whatever um (laughs) i did laugh when rudy drew the little hitler stash because he deserved it um then he warns rudy off of his sister and i was like go on somewhere with that and that's pretty much how we concluded this uh episode a very very generous seven but uh i think next week is one i i really enjoyed and we do get the answer i believe to what is going on with uh with alex so we got some feedback let's hear shy's take on this episode Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to talk about Misfits. I believe it's episode five, right? Oh, whatever. Whatever the episode is, I'm here to talk about it. Um, this one was actually a pretty decent episode. It wasn't horrible. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm outside, so if you hear wind blowing, that's why a nice beautiful day so I'm sitting out here enjoying the weather before it gets too hot anyway yes this one I mean it was interesting to say the least I um I thought they were I don't know I mean I guess I'm I've this is the show's signature uh how they do things there's not a lot of um they don't spend a lot of time with stories if that makes sense like we went from like we go from zero to a hundred a lot in this show so <laughs> it's not too surprising that that was the case with this one with Finn and the father and that whole situation um <laughs> that was uh that was fast um, usually it takes more than 48 hours to build a bond to have those familial 
things happening to where you have a closeness and you go from there. But hey, um, let's forget all that and try to tell a story <laughs> a little bit quicker. Ain't got time for the shenanigans. Anyway, so, but I thought it was, you know, I, I mean, it was an interesting story about Finn. I mean, I. I listened to the podcast previously in regards to when Finn and that dude told him that he's not the dad and I agree with Mimi and that was all kinds of messed up like how do you tell a, a you know how do you tell a kid that you raised their whole lives that oh yeah I'm not your father because you're pissed off that the guy that he was you know the, that the whole situation with the it wasn't even his stepmom because they weren't even married so yeah, that was that was petty, to say the least. That was a douchebag move, petty, however you want to say it. I mean, come on, dude. But anyway, so of course he's going out looking for his dad with only a picture that his mom gave him. <laughs> so and then he finds out. I'm like, I don't know if I need to know that much about my parent. You know, the anal Mary thing. I'm like, oh, Lord. Um... And or going around, hey, did you sleep with my mom? Like, <laughs> that's just I, I don't know. It's got to be a better way. It's got to be a better way <laughs> to find to get answers. Um, but I mean, unfortunately, mom was a little under the influence and not able to remember things, so she just has that picture. But that's just it's got to be a better way anyway um so then we have the sister with the powers so i mean that was sad you know he was you know the dad was all she had left in the world and she didn't want to let go of that so she kept prolonging his life but i mean that's got to be miserable and but i'm sorry i would just have that conversation i mean i understand you want to be there for your child but I, I there's only so much being in pain that i'm gonna deal with before i'm like look we're gonna <laughs> let's get a therapist in here help you with the grieving process and all that good stuff because i'm not gonna be sitting here for days on end being in pain and being miserable um i mean i love you but you know i, I can't do it <laughs> I have to figure something else out. So that's just me, though, I guess. But then the other story was um, Jess and Alex. So that whole thing. And they, and all, this, all I can say about this, uh, we just need to know what this dang secret is already. So this is like the new um, man in the mask of the hood mystery that we need to solve. Like, what is the secret? Why is he so mysterious what is he up to i mean at this point we know he's not gay even though that's been like the the um <laughs> the popular the popular opinion but we know that's not the case um but what exactly it is is the question i'm sure it has something to do with his powers so i'm very curious as to know what his powers is and why he's so uber secretive about them and being so weird about him of course jess is being extra with her nosy self 
uh, like you could come up with a better, well, actually, I don't know what lie you could come up with for snooping around in somebody's closet, but anyways, and, um, I think that's it. Rudy was his, um, usual gross self, so he's in character, um, (laughs) I mean, he wasn't as, uh, excessive trying to get in the sister's pants as I thought he would be but of course he did try to you know to do that and um that that grief counseling thing that or whatever the heck him and the probation officer was doing I'm like huh uh don't you need don't you think you should go to a professional to (laughs) bring a professional in if y'all gonna go that route but yeah apparently you know, poor Curtis, rest in peace. You know, they just move on, no problem. <laughs> Without really, I don't know. I guess they deal with grief in their own way. Um, but it's just strange. Um, there's only three of them, so I'm kind of curious as to how these next few episodes are gonna go. Because there's usually what five of them, and now there's only three and I'm not a big fan of Finn as you I mean even though his story today wasn't too bad I'm still not on the Finn train so I don't know we'll see how this story goes how this story continues to progress and yeah so that's all I got for real until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was Queen Shy's take on the episode. They do be having instantaneous bonds. That's for show. And I said it already ad nauseum. They need a DNA test. And it was sad for Grace. Um, I did like her arc. I just wish Finn wasn't involved. <laughs> or was a different character. Um, I'm not sure why the show loved Finn so much. But I feel as if he gets more screen time than I prefer seeing him. Uh, the answer to Alex will definitely be given next episode. I didn't enjoy Rudy this episode as much as I usually do. And I will say, I think the best arc in this entire reboot with the new cast is in season five. So there is that. Uh, I forgot about the grief counseling in my recap because it was very brief and it didn't seem to amount, uh, to anything. So I didn't mention it much other than hey curtis is dead how does that make you feel um i'm not okay but i'm not talking about it so that's pretty much where we left him at least curtis family got to bury him because look at all the other bodies that never got to make it home to an actual funeral and by the amount of people that they've actually killed or lost i think that the mourning period is just totally um off screen I will say there's one more character to be introduced, but Alex is main plus Rudy, Finn, and Jess. So those will be the ones that we'll be following. And I believe next episode is also when we get the new character, who I actually do like. Um, she's a little bit of a, a spring child. <laughs> what, what do you call those? Um, hippie type? Me and her got, got some things in common is all I'm saying. At least I remember liking her. Uh, so 
yeah i can't wait till you find out next episode because it's rather comical of what is going on with alex and uh there is uh, something kind of funny happening something kind of funny so that's how i'll leave it uh for this episode if you want to join in the conversation blackrocoutsyourgmail.com leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>